0: He prepares a table for me is the title of this devotion. You know, I was talking with my son Joshua and it just came out of my heart that the Lord prepares a table for us and that we choose from which table we eat. And it was revelation in my spirit. Revelation isn't just giving you understanding of things you don't know, but reviving in you the consciousness, the knowledge of what you do know, but isn't meat, it isn't drink to you. It isn't nourishment to you. It is hidden in the inner man and the Holy Spirit brings it to your consciousness and it's food for your hungry soul and your thirsting spirit. And I am so grateful that our loving Heavenly Father knows what we need, what our need is, as Jesus would say in John 6, before we even come to him and ask him. And then he, the Lord, he knows what we need, what food our soul, our spirit needs, our, our nourishment our spirit needs. And of course, the famous psalm of David, Psalm 23, which is a short little psalm of just six verses, but it's so powerful. And David says, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord is my shepherd. You know, you need to know who's guiding and leading you in your life. What a good thing when you have that absolute assurance and confidence and rest of heart, The Lord is my shepherd. No, I shall not want. No, no. I'm not going to be driven by want and need and and desire. No, I'm going to be satisfied in His goodness. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Abide means stay stable. Almighty is El Shaddai, all sufficient, capable of being all that you need. So in other words... When you stay in the intimacy of communion and fellowship with your Heavenly Father and His Son Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit, He makes you stable in his sufficiency so you're not so pushed and pulled by your wants your needs and your desires which makes you vulnerable to temptation but you're held steady no matter what the circumstances are of life no matter how much you're getting what you would like or not getting what you'd like you stay stable you stay steady and what gives such incredible authority to that stability is not just the heavenly father's sufficiency to calm you, to keep you in the rest of His presence, but that He is capable of meeting all your needs. So then you have faith, all that I am and all that I have comes from you, Lord, for you give me all that I need. My hope, my life, my future is in your hands. This is from David, Psalm 16. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He... Makes me lie down in green pastures. He sees to it that I will have rest. He leads me beside still waters. He nourishes me by the circumstances of my life. I'm going to enjoy the good things of this life. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for His namesake. In other words, He makes things right for me because He is good and right. It isn't all that I deserve it, folks. So many people still base all their confidence on their performance. And while our performance must come out of our union with the Lord and is important that God leads us is, uh, for his own namesake. He does it to satisfy his own good nature. He longs to be merciful to us so that he may satisfy the love he feels for us, Ephesians 2 says. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of mine enemies and anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over, surely goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You prepare a table for me in the presence of mine enemies. The enemies are not just those in the natural realm, in the seen realm, but also those in the unseen realm where the enemy tries to tempt you with provocative feelings or hurtful or resentful or bitter feelings and thoughts. And while these forces of demonic Affliction are in this world. And Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 5 that the demonic influence causes suffering for all the brothers and sisters of the Lord in the world, but that the Lord will establish you, strengthen you, settle you, and perfect you. There in 1 Peter chapter 5. And Paul also talks about this, how we need to be fully armed to be able to withstand the wiles of the enemy. So listen now, this is so important. You can be surrounded by demonic activity. You can even be surrounded by really provocative and hurtful circumstances in life. And yet the Lord knows what to feed you with at a time like that. How to nourish that moment of need, that moment of want, that moment of, of, of going through trial and hardship. I, I have experienced this in the most magnificent ways. How, in times of great affliction, the Lord nourished me with such glory, with such amazing wonder of his presence of his nature of his character of his indwelling life in me that oh I was weeping with gratitude and said Lord this is what I want this is what I live for to have this holy heavenly life manifest in my flesh and it pleases God that the fullness of all of himself would dwell in you and me you need to know this that Heavenly Father longs for you to be a body wholly filled and flooded with Himself and for you to have the richest measure of His divine presence. He doesn't want you in any form or fashion to want, but to be satisfied in Him. So hear me today as I share this devotion with you from the throne of grace. I feel such a grace to share this with you today. It says in Isaiah 55, Ho! Oh, Oh, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good And let your soul delight itself in abundance. Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. And let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me here and your soul shall live. And then he says, I'm ready to give you the sure mercies of David, who proved my power by conquering nations and the nations will come running to obey you too, not because of your virtual power, but because I and the Lord am coming over you with my favor. God is able to bring you into such a nourishment of himself, a satisfaction of what he gives. Jesus said in John 6.35, whoever comes to me will never hunger. Whoever believes in me will never thirst. As the Living Father, verse 57, sent me, and I live because of him. So he who feeds on me will live because of me. Oh, I am just so grateful that the heavenly Father longs to satisfy you and me today with good things. He says in Psalm 103, verse five, he will satisfy our mouth with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. In other words, you are revitalized. You are revived inwardly. You are revived in all your person, in all your nature, in all your character. I tell you the truth. (laughs) Oh my, if you could only just know how human and earthly and weak I am, then you would never look at me and think I'm anything more than you. Never would you think such a thought but you would worship the Lord for any of his divine nature you see in me and receive through me it is the life of the Savior in me that grants me to share these devotions with you and that same life is so readily available to you oh my dear friends it's like anybody thinking if the ocean can be that somebody could drink from the ocean that that water is just for one when there is too much for even all of us Oh, dear friends, it's more than the heavens can contain and the earth can comprehend the fullness and the glory that the Father gives to us of Himself through Jesus. There's not one good thing He withholds from you and me. He wants to so nourish you with the knowledge of Himself by the wonder of His Spirit that you will be wholly satisfied in every area. You know, yeah, I'm trying to find the right word to share this little But For many, many, many years, I felt the Lord had a very strong chastisement on me in the area of morality, of, of sexual appetite, of desire. And he had such a strong discipline on me. And the slightest thought or the slightest feeling or action, and I could feel his hand upon me, and and I one time said to the Lord, Lord, and in, and it just the Lord was disciplining me. It's too much to try to share it here in this devotion. But and it says in Revelations three nineteen and in Hebrews twelve that the Lord disciplines those whom we dearly love, so we can share in His divine holy nature. And, You know, and I said to the Lord one time, Lord, why are you so strict with me? Why are you so strict? Other men who are even anointed more than I am, I see their lives and they are much freer to do. And yet you hold me so tight and you keep me so strong. Why, Lord? But I trust you. I know you love me. I yield to your forming and making me. I yield to you and forgive me if this comes across complaining, Lord because I don't want to complain against your goodness in me. And I would weep and pray and weep and pray and weep and pray as the years passed. And then as I come into, into my years that I'm in now and I see some men my age forsaking their wives for younger flesh to satisfy their lust, and I'm saying, Oh, Jesus, 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 how can I have ever had any concern about your discipline? When it was your desire to keep me from falling, to present me without blaming your love, oh Lord, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for your keeping. You know, and but that discipline was there in my life, and I could ever, I could just feel it always there. And there's a scripture that says, "He who is without understanding is disciplined." And you know, and I could feel that discipline there. And on the other side, I could feel leanness. In Psalm 106, it talks about when there are strong cravings in the flesh, there will be leanness in the soul. So, and you know, I could feel the leanness as well as the discipline. But I yielded to the cross that was entrusted to me. I embraced it so that I could be conformed to the image of my Savior. For he who receives his life from the Lord should no longer live to please himself, but him who loved him, it says in 2 Corinthians 5. So I'd embraced the cross and kept embracing it. And it was always an incredible opportunity to humble myself as sometimes the, the discipline, the pain of it the, the, was hard to bear. But I kept embracing it. And then the Lord Jesus started to open my understanding as he had worked deep enough roots in me of his own divine nature and had brought me into a greater submission of his own divine submission to the Father's love and will. And, and, and he had brought me in a greater knowledge of himself. And, and all of a sudden he opened my understanding and showed me the rest Of his indwelling life in the Father that he was leading me to. And as I entered by the Holy Spirit into that rest. The discipline disappeared. The leanness disappeared. And fatness of his indwelling life. Like David says in Psalm 63. He thinks it is my bones are fat. In other words, so I feel the anointing in my bones. I feel the indwelling holiness of God in my body, in my bones, in my innermost yearnings and and desires. And I could see all of a sudden that the Lord started to feed me with food I did not know. Jesus said in John chapter 4, verse 34, I think it is, I have food to eat that you know not. My food is to do the will of Him who sent me. And I begin to feed upon the rest that He enjoys in the Father and the Father in Him. And wow, wow, wow. I say, my goodness, my Savior, how perfect you are to lead us for your own namesake and your righteousness, even when that means we're going through the valleys of the shadow of death and where your rod and staff has to be the only way to get through your discipline and your protection is the only way through to the table that you have prepared for us in the face of all the demonic forces that seek to pray and and feed on us and afflict us with their feelings and thoughts. But no, we're feeding upon the holiness of your indwelling glory in the Father and the Father in us. My goodness, what glorious table that you have prepared for us today. Amen. Have a good day.